This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning. It is Wednesday, June 2nd. You are listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Lance Glenn, filling in for Trey today, who will be back tomorrow. So let me just fill you in on something. Our whole week on the College Football Daily basically got flipped upside down yesterday. It wasn't because the dead period ended. It was because of the talent that Georgia was able to bring in. I would say in the span of about an hour or so, maybe even less, Kirby Smart and his staff secured the commitments of former LSU tight end Eric Gilbert and former Clemson cornerback Darion Kendrick. Now, if you listen to this podcast regularly and follow college football, I'll assume you know all about both. But if you don't, Gilbert is the number three overall transfer according to the 24-7 Sports Transfer Rankings and is the highest rated tight end in 24-7 Sports history. Darion Kendrick played three seasons at Clemson and is no doubt one of the best corners in the country. He also was a top 20 transfer according to our rankings. Both should and most likely will make an immediate impact for the Bulldogs and everyone get ready for that September 4th game in Charlotte when Georgia takes on Clemson and Kendrick lines up against his former teammates. In a little bit, you're going to hear from Jake Rowe and Rusty Manziel of 24-7 Sports Dogs 247 and the Junkyard Dogcast to talk about the additions. The first clip will be all about Darion Kendrick and the big game experience that he brings to Athens, and the second will be a breakdown of Eric Gilbert returning to his home state school, close to his family and friends, and only a little over an hour away from his hometown of Marietta. But before I throw it over to them, I think we all just need to realize the ramifications this has on the national title race. I believe Georgia, when odds first came out before the additions of Kendrick and Gilbert, I believe the Bulldogs were given either the fourth or fifth best odds to win the national title. Most often, they were picked second in the SEC behind Alabama, who had the best odds of anyone. But in my opinion, this shoots Georgia up right next to Alabama, if not at an equal footing. It moves them past their week one opponent in Clemson, who I think they'll now beat. Barring anything unforeseen obviously happening up until then, it moves them past Ohio State, who I think they're just better than, and depending on the odds, past Oklahoma as well. Adding a star on offense, providing JT Daniels with even more weapons, and bringing in a potentially dominant cornerback to bolster that secondary moves Kirby Smart and his Georgia Bulldogs into, I think, 1A or 1B status with Alabama when it comes to the rest of the country. It's them too, frankly, and then everybody else in my opinion. There are no excuses for Kirby Smart this season now. He has to win a title, plain and simple. Not an SEC title, a national title. They don't play Alabama in the regular season. They'll probably meet them in the SEC title game, a game in which I believe will mean nothing, because at that point, I think both teams will be undefeated, and if both go into the game undefeated, both will have locked in playoff spots already. So while it would be great to win an SEC title, that isn't the goal. The goal now has to be a national championship. It can't be any more clear than that. Anything less, frankly, is a big, big disappointment for the Bulldogs. They've been there before. They've been to the playoff. It's not about getting there for the first time since 2018. It's about winning a national title for the first time since 1980. 41 years. Georgia needs to get back to that. This season has now become championship or bust for the Bulldogs after bringing in Gilbert and Kendrick. It's that simple. They need to win it all.
Well, all right, look, that's enough from me. Enough of my spewing. But hey, if you agree or disagree with me, let us know by giving us a five-star rating and leaving a review as well. I love, read your comments every day, and I'd love to see what you guys think, whether it's a championship or bust season now for the Bulldogs. So now going ahead, we aren't even going to take a break. We're going to throw it first to Jake Rowe and Rusty Manzel of Dogs 247 and the Junkyard Dogcast to talk about Darion Kendrick, then we'll break, and then you'll hear them discuss Eric Gilbert. Enjoy, everyone. Georgia has another defensive back out of the transfer portal. Darian Kendrick, formerly of Clemson, is on campus at Georgia. He's there, and uh, he's a part of the program, and that's why we're here to talk about that. And uh, Rusty, jump right into this one, man, because big need, big-time player. Give me your thoughts. Georgia needed this one on the defensive side of the ball. They got they had you know spots to fill, and I think they've done that with some DB guys. And that secondary, when you looked at it and what they lost, the secondary was a question marks. But I, I'd said from the whole time that they needed a corner that, number one, had the size, number two, could run, and number three, had to have that big game experience. And with, with Darian Kendrick, you know, they get all – this guy's played in national championships. He's played Ohio State. He's played Alabama. He's played Notre Dame twice. I mean, he is – He's been there and done that. And you know, so, you know, he's coming to Georgia to to lock down one side of the field and he, he's coming to be that corner uh with the experience they need. And look, you have to play three, sometimes four corners. We talk about on the other, you know, talk about other podcasts where you got to go five for five covering guys. You got to have guys like this that can cover. And uh, you know, you don't have to overthink this. This was this was, you know, obviously there was some off the field stuff, but but we don't make that decision. The Georgia administration makes that decision and they felt good enough to bring him in on the field with Darian Kendrick. It was an absolute no-brainer. This is a home run for Georgia. And listen, that Georgia administration has been careful throughout. So I, I don't even think that's really worth talking about a whole lot. They've got more information than we do. And, and that's just the way it goes. But Rusty, the big game experience is what's important to me here because listen, it's the kid that was a five-star receiver. So you know that elite athleticism is there. The production has been there against Clemson. You can talk about some poor games last year. You can talk about some struggles with Ohio State. Listen, that happens. That happens to guys. Tyson Campbell was taking 33 overall. He had some struggles with Alabama last year. You know, Minka Fitzpatrick was a first-round pick for Alabama a few years ago, and Hunter Renfro kind of abused him in, in a game in, in one of those national championship games. Gave him all sorts of trouble. Defensive backs get beaten. Football players get beaten in one-on-one matchups. It is a – if you play at a high level – you're going to get got. And if you don't ever get got, you're either one of the greatest of all time or you're not playing at the appropriate level. So, um, you know, I, I think this is a big one for Georgia because he has infinitely more experience playing the cornerback position in a real game than any other cornerback on Georgia's roster. And, you know, I've actually gone back and looked at him whenever he was first, you know, mentioned as a as a transfer portal, you know, guy that, that Georgia could go after. And, I mean, he can fly. He has great size. He knows what to do when he gets his hand on the football. I think he has a couple of defensive touchdowns to his credit. You know, do I think he can play better? And and George is going to need him to play better than he did late last season. Absolutely. But that's the charge. That's why you hired Jamal Adai. Okay. That's why you hire a position coach is you're going to have to get the most out of him. You're going to have to get the 2019 version out of him if you get where you want to go defensively. But even if you don't, even if you get somewhere in between, you've got a very good, very accomplished, very experienced cornerback, and they're not going to throw stuff at him that he can't see, Rusty. And I, I think that to me is the biggest thing. Nobody that Georgia plays is going to be able to throw something at him that he ha- hasn't seen. And no situation is going to put him in an environment bigger than what he's been in same way at Clemson listen you play defensive back and you know that defensive line look Clemson's got an incredible defensive line but you look at Georgia 
and the pressure, you know you only got to cover for so long or they're going to get you. And you got a guy like Adam Anderson breathing down. I was watching some Adam Anderson yesterday. You're talking about two seconds. So these are elite athletes. I saw the first time I saw him, he absolutely carved up Buford. Uh, that's when we offered him for the All, All American Bowl, uh, I believe. He just, you know, South Point came down and played from Rock Hill, came down and played Buford, and he was all over the field. I knew when he torched that Buford team that night, this guy was an athlete, had a chance to have dinner one night in South Carolina, FBU camp with uh, actually it was him and Trevor Lawrence, Andrew Thomas, and DeAndre Swift, and Derek Brown. We all sat at a table, and uh, that's a pretty good, pretty good crew there. And uh, you know, sat down and talked, and that's the first time I'd really got a chance to meet him. So, look again, with all the background stuff, have no idea. Just my impression of him, very nice young man that night. And you know, this is Jake. We can talk about this the rest of the time. This is a kid that's been there and done that, and Georgia needed a been there and done that corner for this team. And I'm him. I'm so pumped about. I'm still playing with a elite front seven that I know is going to help me and cover because you don't have to cover long. The College Football Daily will be right back. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Eric Gilbert is on Georgia's campus. Our man Rusty broke that earlier today, and it's huge. This is this is massive because this is a five-star prospect out of the Peach State that initially got away, and now he's going to be wearing red and black. And uh, Rusty, you're really familiar with this guy. You've known this kid for a long time. You've covered him. You know what he's capable of. Just your first impression upon this actually happening for Georgia whenever things were have taken seemingly so many different turns over the past few months. Yeah, I, I go back and think about this one. I've covered this one. I was there Kirby Smart's first camp, and it was the first time I saw Eric Gilbert. He was an eighth grader. At, he was uh, going into Woodward Academy, and um, you know he was uh, obviously a big kid then, probably six three, tight end, athlete kid. And, and Georgia offered him immediately. Alabama. He went to Alabama the next day. I think Alabama offered him, so he took off from there. And you know, just talking to him the other night, I haven't talked to Eric Gilbert and probably a year and a half minimum and just talking to him, I could hear it in his voice, you know, coming home was such a big deal. He's got a little sister, you know, you see it in that picture on the story, his little sister is someone that they're extremely close. And, um, you know, when you're what, you know, he was eight hours away, seven hours away, whatever his mom said in a very, very tight family. And, you know, he was very complimentary by LSU. You know, he said his time there was good and, you know, fan support and everything. He thanked everybody in that story, but, you know, he wanted to come home and he wanted to play closer to home and ultimately ended up at Georgia. And th- he was that one guy, you know, Georgia loses play like they lost Will Anderson, who potentially could be the number one pick in two years, you know, from from Dutchtown to Alabama, who's a freakazoid, very good football player. But Eric Gilbert was that one that everybody would ask me about, like, how did he get a, How did he leave? You know, how did Georgia lose him? You know, and he just people understood and people saw him and knew how special he was. And uh, you saw the breakdown I did with Huddle, uh, you know, put that in the story as well a couple of years ago. And, you know, my thoughts hadn't changed. He just, he's a dynamic, big body receiver. And I thought it was really, you know, pretty interesting. He said that, hey, that I'm coming to Georgia, you know, as a wide receiver, as a wide receiver. And, 
like you said, man, that that's going to fill a very big bo- uh, void. And, you know, you saw the quote about him and Darnell Washington together. And he said, you know, hey, let's put these two guys on the field and see if y'all can cover us. And he's excited to be there. But, you know, his mom's excited for him to be there and, and be close. I love the quote. You don't feel that quote until you hear her say that. But, you know, I asked her, I said, what's your thoughts now? Your son's heading to Athens. She said, look, I'm going to drop him off. And I'm driving back home to go to work. I'm not going to sit here eight hours, have to worry about driving them down the interstate. I'm going right back to Marietta and I'm going to finish up my teaching, you know, close out for the summer. And she was excited about that. You know, she told me, she said she had to get her oil changed because she had nearly 300,000 miles on her car. And I said, yeah, get your oil changed. Probably a good idea. But she was excited. Eric was excited. I think the Georgia Bulldog fans are excited. You know, these mean a little bit more when you know these kids. I was excited for him. It didn't matter where he went because I just wanted Eric Gilbert to get to where I think he's supposed to be, and that's Sunday football, and and be able to watch him on, on, you know, on that level. And you know, this stop at Georgia, man, he he is he is needed, and that was a big big answer by Kirby Smart and his staff. I want to thank everyone at Dogs247 for letting us use some of their audio. They do a great job on the site covering everything you need to know about these additions, as well as Georgia athletics in general. Make sure to listen to the Junkyard Dogcast. You can find that podcast everywhere you find us. I'm Lance Glenn. Trey will be back tomorrow for the next edition of the College Football Daily. series on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean and a woman named Sylvie. She's a can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire now streaming on Paramount Plus.